Hey, it's Pastor Mike. A really small step that could be a really big blessing to our ministry and to the kingdom of God is you taking just a second to rate and review this podcast. You probably know how algorithms work. More people get to hear about this podcast and most importantly, hear about Jesus when you do. So thanks for helping us out and may God bless you today. Forgive me if this is naive, but war is dumb. This morning I was reading the headlines of the horrific things happening in this conflict between Russia and Ukraine, and I can't, I can't make sense of it. The death count is rising. War crimes seem to be happening. Millions of people have fled their homes, and I'm trying to, to answer the question, why? What was so bad about before that this had to happen? What could possibly justify all the, the children who will grow up without fathers? All the people who will be living with PTSD and triggered memories for the rest of their lives? All, all those sucked into a conflict? Like, what? how does this possibly make sense? How, how do you make a pro and con list and say, yeah, this war was a great idea? But the more I think about it, maybe it shouldn't make sense. Because sin doesn't make sense. When people are, are driven by themselves, they rarely sit down with a pro and con list and decide it's a really good idea in the eyes of God and other people. My sin isn't like that, is, is yours? When you're frustrated or, or tired and you're tempted to say something that maybe isn't so good, do you sit down first and pause and make a list of pros and cons and then choose your words? Yeah, sin is instinctual. It's like animalistic. It's, it's illogical. We, like Adam and Eve, we see something, we covet it, we take it, and it doesn't matter the consequences. It's what war is like. It doesn't make sense because it's filled with sin and, and sinful people. But there's something that, that Jesus said that I want to draw your attention to today. In Matthew chapter 24, Jesus was thinking of wars and rumors of wars and, and he was honest just how unthinkable and illogical and difficult life on earth could be. Here's what Jesus said. Then you, you followers of Jesus, will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death and you will be hated by all nations because of me. At that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other and many false prophets will appear and deceive many people because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. That's bad, isn't it? He didn't say, well, someone may poke fun at your face on social media. No, he said persecuted, handed over, put to death, hated. Not by just one or two bad apples, but many will do this. Many false prophets will appear. The love of most will grow cold because of the increase of wickedness. It, it, it like freaks you out, doesn't it? Like, is the world going to get worse? Yet before you and I are alarmed and before we, we panic at another terrible headline that doesn't make sense to us, I, I want to let Jesus finish the thought. Here's what he said. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. Jesus gave us this incredible promise that you might be living in a relationship right now or in a family right now that is overtaken by senseless sin. 
You might be living in a culture right now or in a country right now where wickedness seems to be increasing and people's love and patience and compassion seems to be decreasing. You might be persecuted. You might be hated. You might even be put to death by people who want more for themselves. But Jesus said, don't be alarmed and don't panic. The one who stands firm to the end will be saved. This is what the saints of old used to sing about. If you're freaking out about the headlines these days, I want to encourage you to put down your phone or your tablet to turn off your TV and just read the Psalms. Because David, who was running for his life, who was hated, persecuted, hunted, who was attempted to be put to death, he would often find joy in the fact that he would be saved. God was his refuge and his strength, his tower and his song. David would say things like, if God is for me, what should I be afraid of? If God is on my side, if I can run to him and my soul can be safe, what could man possibly do to me? And Jesus, who is the son of David, wants you to think and believe just like David. You might be hated, your heart might be broken, but don't panic and don't lose your peace. The one who stands firm to the end will be saved. Even in the midst of this, even if you are living in the midst of a war zone, you are blessed because of Jesus. That's what my daughter wants to tell you. Uh, A couple months ago, my my daughter made me this bracelet. Uh, Stitch it in black and white string. And when you look at this side of the bracelet, it's kind of a jumbled, confusing mess, isn't it? Little black and white knots, strings crossing all over each other. It just doesn't look right. It's confusing and disorienting. But I see something that you don't. I see the, the other side of it. Perfectly stitched letters, intentionally chosen. What seems like a mess from one perspective is is perfectly designed from the other. And friend, I want to promise you today that this is what God sees. We see the brokenness of this world, wars, rumors of wars, the persecution of the church, but God knows that he has a plan in the end to bless you. In this world, you will have trouble, Jesus said, but take heart, you are blessed because he has overcome the world. And all of you who stand firm to the end, will be saved.